Hello everyone and welcome to the New Companions, a podcast for the Elder Scrolls Online. I hope you are having a good day wherever you are. This is live on twitch.tv slash Unity and also um, is recorded for the purposes of Spotify and everywhere else that you are currently listening to this at the moment. Um, working with Anchor.fm, thank you for listening, wherever you're listening or watching. Uh, and today is going to be about the DLC, Harrison. For Elder Scrolls Online, and I have two amazingly awesome, epic, legendary <laughs> other <laughs> words <laughs> that describe people in amazing ways. Guests, Ninja614 and Zynode. Hello. <laughs> Hi. They waved as well. So if you're listening to this, you're missing out on waves. So And beards and green screens and epic studio backdrops. <laughs> so many things okay so ninja how are you doing today you good what do you do where do you do it who are you how are you you've been here before but you know maybe someone's listening for the first time and right right Tell them about uh, i'm doing all right i'm doing all right uh i uh am full-time broadcaster on twitch and i primarily stream elder scrolls online you can find me at twitch.tv slash ninja 614 i'm also in the process of uh resurrecting my youtube channel to uh, start making some content over there to help streamers uh, get off the ground. I realized that there's a lot of good information out there, but there's not a lot of good technical information. So I'm trying to fill that, you know, that, that, that little missing area there where there's a place to sort of educate you on how to find the settings mm -hmm. for yourself. That's a big point you know, out there for that. Absolutely. Yeah, because, you know, doing a video and saying do X, Y, and Z and set it like this doesn't necessarily fit the bill because everybody's situation and gear and internet and all these things are going to be different. So mm -hmm. trying to uh, trying to create videos that help you determine what those settings should be based on your stuff, which is way more helpful than just saying set these settings to this and then go. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. true, man. So true. So again, what's your YouTube, Ninja614 as well? Yes. Nice. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for joining us once again. Taking time out of your schedule. My pleasure. Appreciate it very much. Um, Zynode as well is joining us. He has been here before, but he's going to tell you a bit about himself, what he does, where he is, where he's going, what's he, what time he's doing it, and all the things, such and so forth. Go for it, mate. Welcome, dude. I do stuff and things. Yeah, stuff and things. Yeah. It's important. No, I'm joking. Zynodegaming.com um, is where all the written guides for my content are. But mostly I create build and guide videos and helpful tutorials for players of all experience levels for the Elder Scrolls Online, mm -hmm. mostly. Sometimes I play other stuff, but it's very, very rare. Um, and I stream live on Twitch and make the videos, obviously, on YouTube. But um, full-time content creator all the way through, from the second I wake up to the second I go to bed. You can find my Twitch is... Let me remember, forward slash Zynode, and my YouTube is forward slash Zynode Gaming. They are slightly different, but if you Google them, you'll find them both anyway. Zynode they're all on the website so too. Yep, that'll work. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the two things that I should probably remember quite well. Just put Zynode and you won't find anything else. That's true, actually. That's true. Um... Okay, so we had the DLC recently. And again, welcome to both of you. Thank you very much. Make sure you please do go and follow sure. both of these guys. They're very, very awesome. Um, all this stuff is in the description below the audio or below the video, wherever you're watching this on Twitch, YouTube, or uh, if you're listening to anchor.fm. Um, and really, I, the reason why, why I got you two guys, I mean, Zyno does all the dungeon stuff for a start. Mm -hmm. I 
expert. Ninja's playing that stuff on stream all the time. He's legendary, excelling in all the things. He's done the hard modes, and you know you both done that. But he's doing it on stream, so yeah. Um, so I thought, who who else should I get on the channel other than these two guys? You know, they they're the most qualified. Okay, when I went through the <laughs> list, they were the most qualified. Um, generally, did you? And and it wasn't just you know the DLC. There were some updates. You know, we're going to go through that later. But generally, um. I mean, person, this is a bit of a different kind of, they've approached this a little bit differently. You know, if in the past we've talked about, or when you two guys have been on this podcast, it talks about difficulty levels of the dungeons and the, um, like the vet modes. And often with other people that have been on here as well. I think in every podcast, we always talk about the difference between the normal and then vet dungeons and and just as a general statement just to start off uh, and this is a really because i want people who who do come in for the first time and they're thinking about how the difficulty of elder scrolls um online in terms of dungeons and if they've heard about that kind of content do you feel like the is this is a little bit easier like normal wise and, and vet wise and it just a just a general sense of the two i know we're going to go into each dungeon like separately but I mean, I feel like there was a push to make it a little bit... I'm not calling them easy, um, but like yeah. easier in terms of mechanics. I mean, the, not mechanics, maybe... Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm trying to say? I, I don't know. I don't know that I would say that. I would say that they are just as difficult as a lot of the other dungeons, but I think they did a way better job this time mm -hmm. of creating mechanics where if you if you learn the mechanics and you execute well, you can win. There's much less RNG uh yeah. the, in these dungeons so the, mm -hmm. the the fights feel way more like if you're if you're good at the game and you're good at reacting to mechanics and once you understand how the fight works you can succeed at it which feels easier because you know it's not as punishing you know a lot of these yes. get, a lot of these previous dlc dungeons there's so much rng in some of these fights mm -hmm. that mm. it doesn't matter if you did it exactly perfect if something goes wrong it's a wipe so there's a word for this and i can't think of the word and it's not easier isn't yeah. that the word it's like more succinct more uh in tune it's intuitive because intuitive. you learn yeah. yes. and if you right. provide if you if you perform what you've learned properly you'll be rewarded with the completion yeah. Whereas before, I think I agree to that extent, um, because if you use uh, Mazatun, for example, the last boss in that one, especially hard mode, yeah. and you just randomly get someone with a random curse and you've got to try and work around that, one day that might work on someone that can still get heals and everything's fine. Another day it could be the healer and everybody's dead because no one's getting any heals. The whole random side of that, rather than just following the mechanics, is punishable. Mm. Um, whereas the new stuff is not quite as this could make or break the whole pass. You can just forgiving. follow it. Yeah, so I agree with that. Um, I do think they feel um, not necessarily easier, but <clears throat> easier to digest than some of the previous ones, because I think for a couple of patches for dungeons, we did kind of go straight in head first, and they were a bit yeah. rough. Um, but I think it's on the right level now. I think it's where it should be. Not too difficult, not too easy. Clear mechanics that can be tricky, but like Ninja said already, if you do follow them correctly, you you were re, uh, given the re, the reward of completion. So yeah, I really like it. So far, anyway. Intuitive is, is the right. <laughs> intuitive is definitely the correct <laughs> phrasing. Uh, yeah, rather than easier, intuitive is good because it's like I don't know. It just it did feel 
like there was a, there was a main mechanic and then there might kind of been like an off mechanic or like two yeah. main mechanics in some of these dungeons where you're just like just generally speaking um and we might as well might as well just go straight into one of the dungeons i did last night and i know i went through both and i wrote down stuff about the story and everything bloody hell um and i think when i first go through these dungeons i kind of like i do them on vet and i solo pug heal and i'm like <laughs> good times yeah i mean to be fair i actually was <laughs> it was actually for this is the first time i've done it on stream and i didn't like have i would not like really stress that much to be fair but like where i didn't had an easier time basically it might actually be because more people played it in pts which felt like a thing um Possibly. yeah it was it was they actually you know kind of knew a little bit about how to, what to do they kind of worked together um it just felt a little bit it felt a little bit about it might and that might be because like they're more intuitive i guess as well um but yeah so and the hallowed unhallowed grave unhallowed grave yeah. If names are wrong, things wrong, then I'm just a terrible person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, do you guys do you guys engage in the story very much when you play these dungeons, or is it is it like you know you kind of just want to do the dungeon? You like the mechanics, the difficulty of the vet and the hard mode? Is it about any of the story or anything for you guys? Or I do for the first time when I'm doing it off stream. If it's on stream, I press it i say there's a story i tell people to look at it when they can and we just go head first straight in and hit stuff i kind of go through the mechanics and see what happens a lot of the time in pugs as well rather than focus on the story for the audience but for myself if it's kind of time out time yeah i pay attention to it mm -hmm. i do my own achievements second and then everybody uh, else's okay. stuff first if that makes sense okay that's fair Enjoy yeah, other than hard mode, I let the uh, the achievements happen organically because we do uh, community night dungeons on Fridays. So whenever there's new dungeons, um, I end up running that a lot, you know. So the and depending on who we end up running it with, you know, sometimes we get um, you know a an all star team, and when we go in there, some of the a lot of those achievements just happen organically, just while you're mm. playing it, rather than yeah. So other than you know specifically heading out for hard mode, um, you know the, I let the other things just kind of happen on their own. Rather, I used to be real hard pressed to get the speed run hard mode, no death, you know, all that stuff, but now I I just let it happen naturally because it it seems to happen over time. When yeah. you're a content creator <laughs> and you've got to come up with something to do on stream <laughs> on the regular. Um, I'm, I've learned that it's better to treat it as a marathon than a sprint, because if you rush to the end and get everything done, you know, then what? <laughs> you run out of stuff. Yeah. 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 That's fair. That's fair. <clears throat> okay. So I'm going to quickly run through, I mean, going to have a look at some, maybe some bosses, talk about experiences, mechanics, and new stuff that was in the dungeon that may not have been there before. Um, maybe stuff that could have been done differently. Maybe stuff that maybe stuff that was done differently that was excellently executed. It was just great. It was a fantastic experience. Everything is fine. Um, but yeah, this story this story was pretty good. Um, obviously, we're going Dark High of Skyrim. We're going to Skyrim. It's Greymore, and now I've played actually played Skyrim on stream, and I'm doing my first playthrough. I actually know shit that's going on. Like, I know where first? I am. I know, it's my first playthrough. I know. Don't hurt me. How was that even a thing? I know. How I was, was that even a thing? I was not just, even doing. 
obsessed <laughs> well, i was playing one mmo that's what my problem was <laughs> you know you know that life man it's like you play one mmo and everything else like five thousand hours in skyrim something uh, insane like that yeah yeah i mean like, years. how many hours? i don't I think i have know. that in morrowinds not probably skyrim but i have a lot in skyrim still mm. well i'm i'm doing pretty I'm, I'm really enjoying it and it's great and the, part of the reason is is because of because of like you know because of this one of the reasons why i've not been in, in the eso directory as much um but yeah i'm loving skyrim and it was just like starting to talk about and i just did the actually i'm not going to say anything so much, but I, I don't know is it spoilers in skyrim i actually and, I, and also i don't know how much yeah i'm not even going to talk about skyrim because i don't get spoiled um because <laughs> i'm obsessed with that <laughs> shit um but i'm enjoying it and anyway the dungeon on Hollow Grave. Um, and there's a vampire at the beginning. And this was one thing that I thought was very, very awesome was there's actually um, a discussion between the main character, between the two NPCs. Uh, there's Fenorian, who's a vampire. Um, and there's Shilaria, who is just, she's one of the guards, I think, of this Unhallowed Grave dungeon. And they're trying to protect it from people coming in, stealing stuff, taking it away from things leaving. Um, and this Fenorian's come in and he's coming to try and like help her to because she's been injured or something but he's a vampire and she doesn't like vampires and i was a vampire so i don't know if you guys played this being vampires but there's a different conversation interaction like she says i don't trust vampires and then you're like well i'm a vampire so yeah <laughs> so put that in your private smoke. yeah exactly <laughs> i didn't consider that because i'm a vampire and everything except for my werewolf which i haven't taken in there obviously and ah, um i didn't know there was a difference there so that's is interesting. apparently i mean there must be i mean because it says is there's a direct option where it says like well i'm a vampire okay. what about if you're not and you just do you press i'm not a vampire and she screams at you and say you should be and then it just loops the text i'm guess i guess there's just not that <laughs> i mean i would just but the thing is there was one there was that option with him as well like That's and cool. it's kind of funny because in Skyrim everyone says like how you look kind of like a dead in the eyes and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then in like I think every single person I ever talked to after I started to do the vampire line is just like you kind of look, you know, you don't look great. You know, you look dead inside basically. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then like in ESO it's just like oh Allah, I can't remember, maybe they do say something. Anyway. I just thought it was an interesting first thing. Like, I've not really seen... I don't know if they've done that in dun- many dungeons. Where they acknowledge that mm. you're a werewolf or a vampire. Maybe in, like, some of the... Not that I remember. I don't know if they did it in the werewolf. Dungeon? Yeah, once in a while, there'll be, there'll be quest dialogue that acknowledges something that you have done or are or went through. Not a mm. lot, but they do do it from time to time. Yeah. But it was nice to have it in the dungeon, actually. Especially there. <clears throat> that was pretty cool. I'm wondering if that's going to come out more in uh, like Greymore and the future DLCs. That's what I'm kind of thinking. I would have thought so because there was word about um, being noticed for doing vampire stuff. So maybe they're going to introduce a little bit more of that with the overall NPCs to to recognize that you're someone naughty, like a necromancer. Right, yeah. You're not allowed to do that. How dare you? How dare you have pale skin and red eyes? <laughs> so maybe. Yeah, 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 hopefully. I mean, it's kind of interesting. I mean, this dungeon is all about, like, necromancers as well. There was, like, pretty much everything oh, was yeah. a necromancer. Is the, the um, Dogger King. Is it Do- Droger King? Droger King? 
I never pronounce it right, so it's no good asking me. Yeah, I don't know. I said Drogo, but American and English, and I'm learning that there's many different more spellings, especially as I write more papers. Proceed, proceed. Jesus Christ. Um, Well, I mean, you got to be used to it. You Brits, just like the Australians, (laughs) you just make words up on the fly. What do you mean we make? We're the originators of these words. God damn. (laughs) Ninja's trying to trigger me. This is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Even if it makes sense, okay? I don't care. Colonial English, best English, just saying. (laughs) Okay, so it's it's the pile watch who are trying to protect this burial site. and these necromancers decide to steal these urns. I think it's the urns they mainly get away with, right? And they surround to take them out of the dungeon. Um, but there's these grave guardians. Is it the grave guardians of the Pyre Watch? These guys who kind of are defending the actual um, dungeon itself. But I think the necromancers are the Drogakin or whoever they're, whatever they're bloody called. They come in and they steal, what, this lantern which helps them get through the entire dungeon so they don't have to deal with anything, like any of these mobs, and they can just go and kind of take all the stuff they can take. But you don't have this this power to allow you to go through. So, you, should, you know, the NPC's like, kind of like, we have to go through and kill all this stuff to find out the what's hard going way. On. Yeah, yeah, the hard way. That's exactly what she pretty much says. Um, and I thought that was really good, actually. Really, it's kind of a simple story. It's nothing too complicated. Even I can get it. And it was just, <laughs> it was just kind of cool. It was just like, yeah, these guys are kind of in this dungeon, and you know, you've got to kind of defeat these guardians who are there because you kind of put them there. I guess I don't know. Um, but yeah, I found that quite cool. I guess. Um, I'm trying to have a look at what they said exactly. There's so much information. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. And basically, there's this this idea between both dungeons that there's this person in the background that's kind of sponsoring these people in different ways, like supplying, like sending them on these excavations to bring all these urns out of unhallowed um, grave. And then for the other dungeon as well, there's some patron, I think they say, is who's like kind of helping these witches and stuff. And so there's all this. I think I think that's they're both linked in this sense that there's someone in the background and we don't know who it is that's trying to gain all this power, right? Um But this dungeon brought in the grappling mechanic. Batman. Again. Yeah. Batman? <laughs> oh yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I never thought about that actually. What did you guys think about that? Um Oh man, it's disgusting absolutely amazing love it oh right i was yeah, that disgusting so <laughs> i thought it was like is it terrible it's sick bro no, it is one of the coolest mechanics that they've ever brought into the game i can't believe that they put it in there to that extent i knew we were going to get some more of it it's obvious when they give us something new even if it's in a quest we're going to see it again so it's like yeah. oh we're seeing this again but to that extent inside difficult mechanics was just 10 points that was mm. nuts they have an extra difficult one too, which Ninja's seen. They are. Cool. Are we allowed to spoil secrets? How many people already know them? Um, I'll just say there's one where you have to double jump. I'll just call it that. Yeah, I love that. Oh man, it was filth. Okay, so, cool. they, so there's and you basically... get to do it in the middle of the fight <laughs> yeah. too. That's yeah, in this yeah, part that about it. Funny. Oh, yeah. Funny. Okay, so if you don't know what we're talking about, what there is, is there's this new mechanic where there's a pole that's sticking out of the ground. You press orb, you know, it could be from horizontally from a rock, um, which, you know, that was pretty cool. And 
you basically press E or whatever your activation button is. This little grappling hook kind of comes up, like Zino said, a bit like Batman's grappling. It's a good description, actually. And you press the button and, you know, you zip line to this thing. Um, and, you know, it could be below you, it could be above you, to the right, to the left. Or you may need to jump to get that extra distance. Or it may be below you and you just have to press E at the right time to make sure that you don't fall down this massive chasm to your death. Um, and yes, there is that. Um, but it, it's part of, in this dungeon specifically, it is part of the secret there are a secret part there's a secret pathway which you have to go well you, which you can go down which can give you different options i don't think it's going to be spoiling because if people don't know then you know there's a secret thingy now um and by killing all these bosses through the secret pathway you can get access to this door now unfortunately <laughs> last night i kind of did that secret pathway for the first time and i didn't realize that i didn't know what a boss escapes <laughs> so that you can't actually do it and if you so i didn't get through that door in the end but um at the end of the actual uh, secret pathway but they've not done this before have they where there's like a full um, or have they or in the way they had a kind of in march of sacrifices thing. yeah had a little side secrety thing yeah true but like it was it wasn't as well they did have once it disappears you fail um and you can't mm. get it until the next time but yeah. they didn't make it quite as hidden so before you used to follow the wisps now you have to physically find the right path and some of that's really really not if you didn't know it was there i mean yeah there's no way yeah 99 of the people would miss it correct yeah so i think they've hidden it a lot lot better um they have bounced off of the march of sacrifices stuff but i think they enhanced it quite a bit it's this is unique in its own right although we have had side stuff before it's bloody cool, though. Yeah, I thought Mucho bettero, as they say Definitely. in France. <laughs> I just, I thought it was great that you had this, like... It was, it was not only that they added, um... So when you, when you... So basically, this secret path, you find one... You find the secret path, you go down the way, you take the grappling hook points, you fight a boss... And then the mm-hmm. first after the first boss, it was like, okay, now you get this buff. So you get this buff. So when you use a grappling hook, anything you pass through, you do damage to, or you, so there's some kind of effect that's applied. I can't remember what it's called. Um, oh no, it's actually here. Uh, do, 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 do. I'll find it later. Um, but basically, <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. I wrote it down as well. Uh, there we go. Forgotten strength buff for the grapple. Damaging enemies passed through. And at the grapple point, and as well as when you're passing through them, I think as well. Uh, weapon and mm-hmm. spell damage is increased by 275, and necros get additional buff of 325 damage? Yeah, yes. necros that. get boosted. Like, yeah. what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really March, of sacrifice. What? March of Sacrifice, it was the werewolves that got boosted, but everyone else got like a minor. This one is ah. necromancers, so it encourages you to use the class in there. Yeah, so that's like, uh, is that, with that in mind, is that good? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's everyone gets I, I it neat. Yeah, I don't think it matters much, but it's just a neat little thingy. It's like I'm stronger than you. I'm a necromancer. Yeah, I'm, no, you're not. I'm I am. Curious <laughs> if we can pull off a four DPS necromancer run on the hop in there and do hard mode. I'm curious if we could outpace the mechanics with four DPS and no real tank. You know, mm, I would like yeah. to try that at some point. Of course, you could. <laughs> You know, because if you got four baller necromancer DPS in there, 
with these buffs, the DPS potential is ridiculous. The content creator cogs are, are spinning right now, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One is going to be the final boss because he has a couple mechanics that even with the tank full blocking with, you know, max mitigation and high health takes you down to a quarter health. It's that hand thing that comes out of the ground. Mm -hmm. It hits you so freaking hard and it, the tell for it is easy to miss. I miss it all the time. I still can't quite get the rhythm so until i get that mastered you know and, and whoever's doing it like you people are going to get wrecked right. that's the only that's the only stumbling block i see for doing a legit four dps you know run with necromancers with no real tank that final boss on hard mode he does a couple things that are just brutal brutal this fun <laughs> Okay, cool. Yeah, I like that additional thing because I, f I forgot about the March Sacrifices buff, actually, so I thought it was like... Uh, and I wasn't playing Necromancer, so I was healing on my Templar, so I was like, damn it! I actually don't think we had a Necro, <laughs> but still, it was cool. So the grapple actually, the grapple line actually changes uh, as well, that buff. It's, it kind of looks like a, it's a wavy blue-black line thing, I don't know, that kind of surrounds the grapple line. It looks cool, anyway. Um... But yeah, so the bosses wise, um, any favorite boss from this dungeon specifically? Or is there like, uh, there's five main bosses. I think, uh, I think my favorite, uh, bullshit hit my microphone. I think uh -oh. my, my favorite apart from the last boss, because he shows everyone how to be a proper necromancer, because we can't summon anything nowhere near that big. Yeah, like, um, <laughs> what is it? Outcast calls it the big papa on his website. It's massive, dude. <laughs> um, Big Daddy Bone. Yeah. Mine's the secret uh, mid-air grappling hook fight. I don't remember what the name of the boss is called, but that one's my favorite just for that mechanic. Her name starts with a V. It's like... Uh, Sorry? Very Vario, dead if you don't grapple Vario, hook. Varia. <laughs> Uh, the name of the buff you get cool. for it is is her name. Oh, great. Mm -hmm. then the, one, the one boss which I didn't write the name down for. That would be the one. <laughs> that uh, one's probably cool. I don't know. The kiln one's quite cool as well. Yes. They're all good in their own right. The, the kiln one's Keeper very unique. of the kiln, Eternal Aegis, Undergore the Mad. Eternal Aegis is cool, but it's not one of my favorites. That's the spinning, the spinning dude. dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The spinning dude. So I liked. I actually thought that was that was quite interesting because I did the I did this on Vet the first day, uh, and mm -hmm. I was surprised how we actually be, were able to to navigate this boss as as a veteran group just going in for the first time because it was kind of like you know there was two options. So this boss when you when you approach him, this um, the third boss, Eternal Aegis, you get he goes he does a heavy attack, but the main mechanic is like this big AOE circle, this spinny. It's kind of a yep. spin to win boss, right? And there's got mm -hmm. this one safe area which is in the middle, but this spawns like smaller versions of him like spawn onto you, like, each member of the party. So you can either deal with it yourself, deal with your one yourself, or you know, once everyone else has killed theirs, they come and kill yours. Um, or you can all just stack on top of each oh. other and run the risk of just wiping, which is infinitely fun. Because <laughs> it was like we were doing this boss on vet and it was taking a bit of time. It was just like, why don't we just stack on each other? And <laughs> so we just did this thing. And like people just died in the first try, but then we just kept trying to do it like that because it was just infinitely better, like more efficient. Um, but yeah, that was fun. I kind of, I kind of liked that. But it was just one mechanic, I guess, really. 
other than the tank kind of having to block. Was there anything else major in that? Fine. No, that was remember. a fairly straightforward one in comparison to some of the others. But yeah. That was done to give you a bit of a break halfway through some of the more complex ones because the kiln one and the lich guy they can be quite challenging oh and boy did i have fun watching streamers try to get past the kiln boss the kiln oh, boss man. yeah and i talked to the devs about it they're they're like it is so difficult to get players to look up yeah like definitely. how it was like everybody's so consumed with the ground it's that they so true though dude they just don't <laughs> think to look up yeah Dude, it's so true. Like, yes, I've been through that, and we went trying to get through one of the doors because at the beginning, because it starts to try and teach you about these sigils, and uh -huh. it does actually introduce that, right? The fact yep. that you you are going to have to look up. And I was like, where's the sigil on the floor? Like, I can't see it to oh, open right. this door. Because you have to jump up, <laughs> a, up to there. a grapple to get through one of the doors. Exactly. So it told you exactly what you needed to do to find the sigils. <laughs> and, then, and then someone's up there already. I'm like, whoa, this guy is fucking OP. Like, I don't know where this thing is. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I remember I actually did this before. And it was so funny. It was, you're so right, though. Um, I think it's like just an MMO player thing, right? We're used to dealing yeah, right. with one yeah. level. Um, and there's not many, not many MMOs that deal with verticality. I know Guild Wars 2 introduced a load of this stuff back in the day, but then they kind of went back to this kind of one level system because people just found it difficult. Because like you said, you know, nobody looks likes to look up and down too much. And <laughs> yeah, uh, I, thought, or, I actually yeah, really or, like Or this. they just don't think to. Mm. I actually love it. I think it's really cool to have these. It makes the fights feel so much more dynamic when you have mm. this idea. Like uh, all through that dungeon, I think they did a really good job of using the grapple so that it felt fun and important and part of the thing and not like just there for the sake of being mm. there. Yeah, definitely. It's important because it's like a big mechanic for them, isn't it? Like it yeah. would have taken a lot of work. It had to be coming up somewhere where it was kind of key yeah. and important. And that was that was very cool. Um Okay, cool. Yeah, that kiln boss was was definitely the one of the tougher ones when you first go in there if you don't look at a guide or, <laughs> or anything. Because I definitely didn't look at a guide. I don't like going looking at guides anyway until I want to try and find out a better way of doing something if i have not got it but um last night i reminded myself about the dungeon it was just like and because i was tanking as well i was like i'm in a different role now i'm literally on the floor that's where i'm kind of staying and everyone else yeah. has got the response so that's actually a lot where where the teamwork comes in of, of your party as well and i guess it depends how you do it there's probably better ways of doing it you guys have probably worked out but like free members if you don't know what I'm talking about, basically the floor is has the potential of being set on fire, or it will get set on fire. And these these sigils um, on the ground, and basically someone has to go up top using the grapple system. They have to click this sigil, um, and you have to guide the boss over to this sigil, which is on the floor, and they sh kind of dig their sword into the ground, right? And then this mm -hmm. that stops. It doesn't protect the area, but it stops the fire from venting up, right? Yeah. Yep. It's like a switch turns it off. Yeah. Um, otherwise, the whole ground is on fire. And the first time, of what what happened with you guys when the first time you went in there? Like, I mean, you might have done this on the PTS, but what was it like? Tank Cause... was not sure where to go. Everybody else turned into <laughs> toast. Yeah. <laughs> they got put. I it thought took us going... a minute. It took us a minute to figure it out until somebody realized there was a grapple thing, and then when it, then then the light bulb came off because they went up there and they saw, oh, 
eventually the sigils are up here that were, you know, but then it took me, I was the first time I went through, I was tanking and it took me a minute to understand then. All right, well, that's neat. The sigil is lit up. What do we do with it? I didn't realize it took me a minute to understand that you just basically had to position the boss there so that they would do a thing. I, I felt like there was something I was supposed to do down there other than yeah. just position the boss. Like, what am I supposed to click on? Where's the thing? You know, like, what is the button? You know, and uh, then all of a sudden on an accident it was like, oh, she does the thing. So, yeah, yeah. It, took a bit, it took a minute to figure it out. But like, it's you pretty get good pulled. for a tank fight, too, because you're a lot more mobile in comparison to some of the other fights that you see yeah. in other dungeons. You don't have to just stand there and hold block. Mm. so many ads in that fight yeah exactly there is what is i think you know there is a ton of ads that spawn as well which is nice because it means you got some kind of action of pulling him out pulling him around and not necessarily jumping onto your party as well because they might be up top trying to get this sigil or find it or whatever um they pull you down too yes they pull that's, you down up the top. that's the major thing i, I don't mm, think it happens in normal vet no it, it definitely happens in vet but i don't think it yep. actually happens in normal um and yeah that was fun because it was like you're just up there randomly and if you all go up too late it's suddenly it's just like instant wipe it's like yeah, maybe right. the healer can like push you through a little bit but you're not surviving that if they run out of magic i guess yeah it gets to a certain point where everybody just takes a massive tick and you're dead yep Hilarious. doesn't matter what you're doing great yeah. boss really good boss actually um a little frustrating in the beginning but if it's if it's not frustrating and you know, will learn it, i think sometimes it's not but again once you learn the mechanic mm -hmm. it's easy to do because if you execute it you know what i mean and exactly. that's what i loved about it it was uh, at first seemed like impossible and totally confusing but then once you figured it out if you execute it well it's easy yeah and it's, and it's it is literally not that difficult like you say and it's not really rng based at all really is it that's all well i mean yeah. other than where the sigil where the sigil is but right. yeah. again like ninja said if you do follow exactly where it goes to and you do exactly as you're supposed to you'll be fine yeah um and that wasn't the only boss where the new grappling mechanic was involved as well there was more oh, there was the lich. fourth boss yeah. is that that the undergore the mad grappling points that's really fun yeah, yeah that's a we've good already boss. discovered a way to skip basically most of that though Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> yeah. uh oh, okay. And it's not even an exploit. It's just uh, you know, you're just DPS clever thing. use of the stages of the fights. Yeah. Oh, uh, you can just DPS for a stage. Yeah. Well, now you just you you. What do you want me to tell you? I mean, do, you want me, do we want to spoil you? Do you want to know how you do? <laughs> I mean, have, I've done it on one round where you have to jump around and do the where you have to grapple around and kill the ghosts on the outside. But then right. when you come back and he does that thing where you have to hide behind the pillars, yeah, you kill all but one of the ghosts. You leave the one ghost up, and then you just DPS him and hide behind the pillars in between when he does his AOE, and Cheeky. you never have to do the thing around the 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 thing again you just keep one ghost up okay yeah, yeah that's not yeah. bad i mean then, then you don't then you could just totally avoid having to do the rest of it which i you know if you're if you're pressed for time and you're trying to do speed run there you go i just shaved off a couple minutes for you <laughs> yeah well thank you very much <laughs> okay maybe we want to try that in the future um but yeah it's still good at least you have to do it once i guess you still have to do it once maybe yeah yeah yep. you, you gotta do the first time to get him into that phase where he does the where he where you gotta hide behind the pillars and the ghosts you know yeah. what is a four ghosts around the outside and yep. then yeah every time cool. he goes rises up for the aoe you hide behind the pillars mm. you just keep one ghost up and then just peek out from the pillars to dps and then hide and then jump out and you know then you yeah. just avoid that whole thing so 
However, <laughs> the devs were watching when we did when we did that on the stream last time. So Rip. anticipate the potential for a patch update. At some point oh, maybe... it's not something they intended to to have of as course, a potential. You know, thing. or maybe they did. Maybe maybe okay. they did, you know. But Finn is a big one. Like he's all like, if I had wanted you to DPS the boss here, I would have made it that way. It's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Learn about it, the mechanics in the so first that's, place. That's why yeah. I like him because he's he thinks about this kind of thing, and it's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. No. So <laughs> they may get they may they may find a counter for that mm. in the future. Okay. We'll see. I wonder if he's around somewhere. Someone tweet him asking to come in and tell us. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I'm. I'm not going to talk too much about the story. I just decided. But it. But in different parts, just very generally, um, this story. It wasn't. It wasn't actually tons of text all the way through. It was a lot at the beginning, and then it was more like mini cutscenes that you could kind of see occurring around you, which was quite cool. Um, but yeah, generally, the grapples were involved in a lot of them, actually. Even just getting to the secret pathways, getting to those bosses. Um, but the last boss was, was it, I, I can't say this, Kjalnar Tombskald? Whatever his name is. And this mass- it, I didn't. Sorry? I would never get the names right. Uh, <laughs> Kjalnar Tombskald? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That seems right. Kjalnar? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Sounds right to me. Um, Papa. Yeah, Big Papa, the uh, really, I mean, I mean, we probably all did this, like, massive gasp when you first see this massive necromantic flipping skeleton. It just, look, it's a bigger version of, like, the the Colossus, right? That's kind of what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, it's a giant bone Colossus. Yeah. What, the, what was it like when they first saw that? Dude, it was insane, because I know he's going to raise something. Yeah. I know he's gonna have a skeleton or something or other, and he just raises this massive giant. Like, oh come on! Yeah. <laughs> like the bone colossus of all. It's a bone colossus made out of bone colossus. Yeah, it's, it's... enormous. <laughs> it's so cool. I was yeah. I think it's the biggest thing. Biggest thing I've ever seen in ESO, right? Or or Skyrim, maybe. Oh it's no! Massive. Mm. <laughs> I Why thought not? we had a necromancer year we got these cool skills we can turn into a bone goliath how cool and then he just you just look up really slowly big i am not cut out for this <laughs> you're not good enough oh god that's when say. size really does matter right yeah. <laughs> just like jesus bones. yeah you're just a, i really do want to get just a screenshot and just like bone colossus up and just be like yeah damn but he's i, I don't think <laughs> I, I did feel... Do you think he's very impactful in the fight? I think he's quite impactful. It does interact with the group and negatively messes them up a bit. I mean... Yeah, there's yeah. a lot going on in that fight, and uh, mm-hmm. particularly in hard mode. And so in the middle of all the craziness is going on, now you have this roll dodge or block that has to happen in between all yeah. of that. It can right. be tricky, you know. And if you're a magic of DPS or, you know, with or, or healer with low stam it can be particularly rough because mm. you're now you've added one more thing that you have to roll dodge or block through and uh amidst a bunch of other things you have to roll dodge or block through so yeah i, I think if they had made it any more impactful it would have put the fight into another realm of difficulty that you know a lot of players would be screwed you know but i mean like yeah. it it added just enough wow and distraction and one more layer of difficulty without taking it over the edge i thought yeah 
I think distraction definitely because it's quite an intimidating enemy right. to even see, let alone know what the hell is doing. So yeah, yeah, I think there's there's enough going on. It's pretty damn fun. Interestingly enough, though, in March of Sacrifices, when you went through and got the side buffs, when you did hard mode, those side buffs fell off. But in this one, they you don't. keep them. Mm-hmm. Oh, you keep them on hard mode as well. Yeah, so doing hard mm-hmm. mode without the buffs is extremely difficult. Ooh, so that's extra hard. Is... If you really want to push yourself. Yeah. Awesome, okay. Hmm. Sweet ass. I didn't think about that, actually. Yeah. I could... mm-hmm. Maybe there could be an extra achievement for that? I don't know. I don't know. I, don't... I didn't see one, but I yeah. It could be. Do it without, like, the extra DPS buffs. Could be interesting. Um... Okay, so we're kind of done with that dungeon. Is there anything else that kind of missed that you kind of that you enjoyed from that dungeon specifically? Like any bosses or mechanics that you wanted to mention at all? It's my favorite of the two. It's your favorite of the two. It felt like you were exploring a zone more than you were Mm. doing like a dungeon. It literally felt like you were doing like an epic zone kind of thing. Like the end of adventures, as opposed to just doing a dungeon. It was really, it's really cool. Oh, the one thing I did like, which is not going to be too much of a spoiler, because there's nothing there to spoil. They were very clever about the the secret door, about what's behind it, because it's not on the map. Yeah. You can't look at the map and go, oh, I wonder how big that room is in there. I wonder if I can guess what's in there. Nope, no spoilers. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. Okay. It's, it's a magic door. It is. <laughs> it's a magic door. I thought it was also cool because it was another clever use of the grapples. Yes. You know, to that, that now you've, you've powered up your grapples to do damage and that's really the only way to get your, uh, the slimes to split. So, um, unless you just ignore all that and you you have enough DPS that you can just sit there and burn. That's another strategy. We nuked it by accident. Yeah. Just like, uh, hit stuff. Yeah. But if you have slower DPS, the, the oh, will outnumber you if you don't use the grapples strategically to to pare them down because you otherwise they those slimes have way too much health for you it's to try stupid, to stupid like eleven mil or something. Yeah. Some of those. Crazy. Okay, so this is if you're listening or you're watching the stream and you don't know and you're like, what's this door? Um, basically, there's a well, you have to kill all the bosses through the secret pathway to get through this door, which I've not been through yet, but that's fine. Uh, I will be. I'll be getting through that door. Um, and then there's this boss afterwards. Oh my gosh, you haven't seen that fight yet? I haven't seen it yet. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I haven't seen it yet. Um, oh my I've goodness. done the dungeon, like, yeah, I, I've been in Skyrim <laughs> and like everywhere at the moment. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, we, we kind of ran for it last night and then didn't realize that this boss would vanish. So that was, the, that was the problem because we were doing the secret path and the boss vanished. Um, and I was like, oh damn, we're not going to be able to do this last bit. So I was just like, I'll just do it whenever. Um, but yeah, you have to kill the, all these secret bosses to get through this this magical door and if if you don't if you run up to it you actually just get like pretty much you get one shot you get down to like 10 yeah. percent hp <laughs> Which is hilarious and the first time we were trying to work it. out how to do there it no death it was just like, yeah yeah oh god oh god <laughs> just accidentally oh yeah sure oh, but yeah so yeah i gotta get myself through that through that door at some point but really really awesome yeah it was that was probably my favorite of the two. The second dungeon was a little bit more 
Um, it was a little, it's a little bit faster. more standard. It was it was quicker. It was quicker. Yeah. Um, but at the end of uh, end of that first on on Holy Grove, um, you basically find out that there's this this patron who sent the necromancer, the Draugr King, in there to pull out all his urns to basically get something done to get this power. And um, what was that? Oh, that's it. Vorius Sanctum is is the door. Is that the door? Is that the thingy? What's Vorius Sanctum? That's the last um the last special that's secret thingy. That's the last thingy. special secret thingy. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, and then there's Ice Reach. Cool. It was enjoyable. I liked it when you first got in there. There were some really, really good parts about this dungeon. Obviously, I'll get through the, towards those very, very shortly. But um, what's the story? Uh, this guy got... They got kind of shipwrecked there, right? They were sailing, and then they had to find a place to land, and they landed at this at Ice Reach, and you're like... There's, there was a lot of story to this, actually, at the beginning, specifically. Um, what was it? The witches were cast out of Cyrodiil, and they were supporting this... Uh, what was it? King Leov? Is it Leovic or Leovich? I can't remember what he said or how he said it. Um, anyway, there's basically, these witches are bad people. They're not, you know, they're, they're not great. Um, same voice actress, I think, from uh, one of the dungeons previously. can't remember which one. Um, is where the Earth Gore armor is from. Name? What's the name of that dungeon? Uh, Blood Reforge. There you go. Um, that bloody boss with the bushes that spawn up and horribleness. Oh, the Hagraven? Yes. Yeah, yeah, same voices and everything for that. Good lord. <laughs> that was annoying the first time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, basically this guy, Arvnir. Arvnir? He, he is stranded there with the rest of his, uh, the rest of the people from his expedition or whatever um and they're all pretty much dead and i think he's tried to he's kind of got away and is like there might be some of my crew left in there um and you work your way through and uh he talks about one survivor and you don't know who it is and you get towards the dungeon and lyris is in there and it's my just girl like, yeah with a giant axe. yeah with a giant <laughs> axe right she holds that you know i got to one of the bosses and she was holding her axe like in her hands like this and i was just like man you don't have that. You don't do that, do you? <laughs> <laughs> like, no one else does that. I was just like, I want to hold my axe like that. When, when you first run into her and you hear that one NPC yell, ah, the bear woman's coming. <laughs> <laughs> and then she starts one-shotting dudes. Amazing. Oh my God, it's so good. Mm-hmm. So good. <laughs> and she's half giant, right? Yeah. Half giant. So she's, she's quite a tall lady. Um, she's awesome. Uh, in this, I think she's the she's the thing that makes the dungeon, I guess, a, um, a lot right. more engaging. Yeah. yeah, the comeback of that character is pretty big impact, and especially the cutscenes, if you like, as well, where you're on one side, she's on. You're like, oh, I've got all these enemies coming up. She's like, well, my room's empty. Go and do some work. It's yeah, right. Kind of yeah, thing. I'm just over here What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and go and smash some more faces. That's right. Then she runs off and goes around the corner. If you stay and watch for a minute, she runs off and goes around the corner, and you'll see this dude fly <laughs> around from around the corner, you know, onto his back. She totally—it's fantastic. So good. <laughs> it is very awesome. I, and that was I because I think I think we knew. Did we know this was going to happen before? Uh, we knew Lyris was, you we know, based Lyris on the, the, we she was the teaser be... trailer, we saw Lyris, so we knew she yeah. was going to be part of the storytelling, much like Psy was in the 
in the uh, the season of dragons storyline. So did we Lyris know she would be our... in, in the dungeon specifically? Um, I can't remember. Oh yeah, I didn't know that she. You know, it, but I'm, in the dungeon. That was a cool surprise. Yeah, yeah to, to yeah. actually run into her in in active combat. You know, in part of a, of a, of some content. So yeah, that was cool. So if you don't know who Lyris is and you're listening or watching for the first time, she's part of the main storyline, and you could actually kill her off, right? So I never did. I was. You didn't have the heart for chance with Lyris. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) You were like, well, there's only one bald companion here. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, sorry about your boy, Lyris, but what you doing tomorrow night? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That was the question before you picked, right? (laughs) I was like, if she denies me, she's dying. (laughs) It's like she's the one I'm picking, and she's going to be sacrificed. Anyway, Uh, and if not, then size going, and it's going to be fine. So wait, did we ever find out? Did we find out before or any other time, like if she was the one you killed in the main storyline? Like, do we ever find out why, how she came back? Like, if there's a, anything to do with that, or do you think this is gonna be something Greymore, or is because I'm like, if, what if you did kill her, or does anyone really care? <laughs> does it matter? Well, like, like if you killed Sai, all he did was basically yeah. tell you that he w- woke up one day and basically the god of time, Akatosh, <laughs> willed him back. So I'm assuming it's something of that nature. Because magic. This oh, exactly that's a good is. excuse, actually, yeah. Magic is the answer. Everything <laughs> right. from any Bethesda game. If you can't explain it, it's magic. Yeah, because <laughs> magic. <laughs> <laughs> the song comes on. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember. Do you magic. believe in magic? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that would be epic. I think I need to get that as a sound effect. Um, but yeah, I think I mean that's one thing that one part of the story. I'm just like, yeah, maybe a little tiny cutscene or something would have been nice. Because what if you did do the main story and you're like, eh, you know, that would have been cool. They killed all know. of them at some point. Mm. Prophet had to die first. He keeps. Turning up in awkward situations, asking me to go to a cave. I had to kill him first. Just the oldest. I was just like, you've lived your life, man. <laughs> That's that was my that was my whole thing. I was just like, it's old, you know. You can die. You've you've you know you've had your 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 business. I don't know. <laughs> Interestingly enough, the devs did let us know that Lyris is the least sacrificed of all companions. Really. In that in that quest line, why are you so? Why are you saying really for? <laughs> why are you so surprised? You put the most. Well, the prophet, yeah, the prophet, obviously. The prophet yeah, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he, he's because everybody's all like, "It's your fault anyway, bro. You're going." Exactly. There's no way Abnafan got killed the most. Uh, you can't kill. You can't him, kill so... Abner, Oh no, no you can't kill Abnafan. He... You can only kill what's his face. Otherwise, you're not doing shit. Otherwise, I would have never not killed Abner. Never kill Abner. If you How could, I wouldn't. Well, why did I think he was one of them for a second? No, he, I mean, he was, the but he was the one. So convenient. He's like, you can't sacrifice me because I'm the only one yes. who knows how to do the magic spell. And I'm like, well, teach somebody the spell, bastard. He's the smallest <laughs> imperial in the world. No one is. <laughs> no one is as strong as Abner Farm. Do you know what yeah. the best part about the actual main story, slightly off that, is when Abnafan gets punched in the face by Lyris. So good. So good. Just she troll she just decks him on the ground. She <laughs> <laughs> knocks him flat. And I giggle every time. It's so good. The main story is great. Uh, that was brilliant. Really the first time I saw it, I actually, you know, laughed out loud because it was so good. Yes, do it again, Lyris. 
I haven't done the main story for a bit. I think I'll, I'll probably end up doing it for Greymore. Just before Greymore again. I'll probably do the main story. I kind of like doing there's it. There's a lot before. of skill points in it as well as a refresher. Oh, yeah. So I think there's like... I mean, it's like seven times across characters, I think. Is it eight like, to twelve skill points or something? I can't remember. I can't it's remember. quite a few. Yeah, I've done it many times. Mm. I need to give it a bash. Kill Lyris off, see what happens. <laughs> I don't think she's the only one I haven't sacrificed yet. Um, but yeah, Ice Reach. So, <laughs> thanks for the conversation. Um, it was, was Lyris's fault. We started talking about her. Um, so yeah, bosses. Uh, there wasn't anything like crazy. There wasn't like no grappling in this. There wasn't any, any crazy new stuff involved. Um, the first boss I kind of liked was is it Tiag or something he's called. The giant? Yeah. He had a different mechanic as far as the taunt was concerned. Mm-hmm. But he was still pretty much kind of big dude kill him. Kite. Yeah. Yeah. As a tank though, for the first time. It's different. <laughs> and I got one shot through block with a light attack. I was like, oh, we have to stay away from that. The so, enrage. Yeah. The enrage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's yeah, like a truck. I don't know even um, if, if you get one shot on normal, because I just did normal last night and my you have to run away just range taunt and run away until he's done being mad yep. and then re-engage so he, when he slams down and also you get those ice atronauts that spawn right and you, if you yeah. i know I, I i don't know if this i didn't read the guide i just assumed that when he does his big slam on the floor aoe mm. that it kills those atronauts in the corner only if the atro it hasn't come out of the floor yet and you and he's you can position him in a way that he that the atro's like little head sticking out of the ground is within uh-huh. the, his aoe Right. That's the only way you can do it. Once they're fully out of the ground and walking around, the ice atros have to be burned down. And right, there's an okay. achievement if you allow three of them to spawn before you kill the boss. Ooh. Oh. Have three of them still up. We did that one. So, like the Jeff ago. mechanic in Banished Cells 2, you have to have kind three of them yeah, alive yeah. at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep running around and nice. slow DPS until he gets three of them up, and then you've got to wrangle them away so that you can kill him and leave Poor those three healer. out. Poor healer. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you, actually. He's a lot of work today. Yeah, that is... that. I did actually like that boss. Yeah, again, not like massively complicated mechanics, but once you, like Ninja said earlier, once you got it nailed down, boom. Yeah. You're there. You're done. Right. Yeah, really, really good. Um, Yeah, I actually didn't write that much down for this dungeon. I don't know if it was because, like, you guys, like, I mean, was this your, which one was your favorite design? And you just said the first one was Um, Grave. I'm going to say that Unhallowed Grave is probably my most favorite out of the two if I had to choose one. But I like the fact that they have introduced a kind of fast-paced one alongside of it, because that is very, very long. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Story-driven, obviously, as well. There's a lot there to do, and it's nice to have both in the same DLC, but one of them is just a bit quicker than the other, just so you yeah. get in and get out. So, I don't dislike either of them, but I think that one's my kind of... That's my burn dungeon versus the uh, the mechanics one, if you like. Yeah, because there's a lot more... Sense. I think there's more, like, ads between... There's, like, more mobs between mm-hmm. bosses as well. Um, I don't know, actually. I, I think the main... Thing. The main difference on ice reach versus any other real dungeons is that your most mechanics that you really see are all they usually are on the last boss but that's when it's really serious stuff 
The rest of them, you can kind of just pug straight through and, and you'll just pick it up along the way. You go up against a kiln boss, however, if you don't know what you're doing, you're dead. There's no yeah. way around it. You yeah. can't just wing it. Whereas some of these ones you can. That's true, actually. That is very true. They're a bit more forgiven for newer groups, put it that way. You can see everything that's going on as well and you don't yeah. have to look up, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's pretty much that's the true. reason. Yeah. Um, any boss in this dungeon specifically which you guys found um, specifically awesome for any reason? Mm. I kind of um, like... Uh, yeah, I didn't see anything that made me... Be a, a, like, the last uh, one. Yeah, I mean, the last one obviously is a pretty interesting fight, particularly on hard mode. I like the shield effects. That visual is really cool. They added that to the monster helmet as well, yeah. which is um, the the dome type damage shield, which coats your character. You look like you're in a a glass. Which I don't is know, currently broke. Flower. It procs. It has a tendency to stay on. I was gonna say, yeah, I've not... seen people running around with that on nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, how did you get that? That looks so good. It's stuck it's in a, a bubble. bubble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. That I like the cool. amount of interrupts required on the last boss because one of the main things that people forget to do, and this is one of the reasons for my guides as well, is that people do the tutorial, yeah, they listen to it, and then two minutes later they're forgotten. And some of the stuff you get taught in there is essential for some of the hardest stuff in the game. And I mean, that the main mechanics fight at the end has got they? loads of stuff. It's really nice. Yeah, how do you interrupt the four guys in the um, in the bubble? On the yep. final boss, yeah, when you just go, you just have to interrupt them, and it's like party member can go to each one, and it's like, oh, I guess like I, mean, I think you can get to it if you've got two people running around interrupting. You could probably do it, but like still, it doesn't make it any easier. It's like, how do you interrupt again? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing <laughs> I kind of have to do, and that's kind of a majorly important thing mechanic in the entire game. Yeah, I think, my bash yeah. button. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people forget, right? Um, yep. if they don't do this kind of very often um, but yeah I mean that they add the mechanics and so hard mode there so on, on normal um, there is the spinny fire thing which I'm trying to remember what it's called but basically the last boss adds some of the mechanics from the previous bosses and then hard mode yeah. is like all of them or is like yeah, you one get the mini you have the giant too the, yeah that's yeah. right one so, so yeah. you know, like, without hard mode, then you just face the witches. With it, you get the witches and there. Because if you notice, when you fight the previous bosses, yeah, the witches, the, one of the sisters is kind of, like, standing off, observing, and is, like, mm-hmm. assisting the fight. So, like, you have the, you have the, um, the, the big giant dude with the atros, and then you have the fire ring, ring and the it. stranglers where she spawns those, and then you have the lightning guy with a two-hander dude you got to deal with. Um, and then I forget what the the other one was. But, uh, yeah, hard mode, I t- t- of the two, I thought the hard mode on this one was a little bit more challenging because it felt like there was a little bit more RNG here. There were a couple situations where if the wrong person at the wrong time had some of these things proc on them in hard yes. mode um it would be it was it could quickly domino into a wipe because once you have more than one person down trying to res with all of the things that are interrupting you it becomes almost impossible so yeah, it's almost yeah. like you can't afford anybody to die during hard mode at, at all or you are screwed yeah i th- think there is an element of that that i agree with personally myself that one I actually preferred that hard mode in terms of its difficulty 
but you are right if you if you screw up there's no coming back from it you've got to make sure everyone's really coordinated yeah and especially that interrupt mechanic as well if if someone just runs around and tries to do it all themselves i mean you might get away with it occasionally but you're not likely to people have to work together quite hard on that one there's not many windows opportunity to recover from no yeah <laughs> and it, even if you block it, you get pushed around a room and you're like, yeah <laughs> if you're the so oftentimes i was the tank and i would have everybody dead but myself and it was gg i would try you know i'd throw a magma <laughs> and i'd try to get a res but something would bump me or you know yeah. interrupt me or stun me or you know it was just impossible you couldn't get a res off but you can like do that. it with the block ultimate but there's a couple of mechanics in there that even though you're blocking they'll still push you so yeah. you can't get them up <laughs> so you get yeah yeah because you didn't technically get interrupted but you still got moved which cancels yep. the res exactly yeah, yeah. So unless you're an necromancer tank with the with the res ulti which mm. is kind of screwed i love that ultimate yeah <laughs> such a good progression class yes it is. like we're learning so <laughs> Keep, keep the ultimate generation high so exactly. we can res. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it indeed. Um, so yeah, I mean that dungeon is fairly straightforward. I kind of like the zombies running around, like when you're running through the corridors and there's something like exploding zombies. Yeah. 15, oh, they're funny zombies. as hell. I saw someone take a one shot from those. Yeah. They keep running down the stairs and you had a yeah. you had a DPS. Right. <laughs> you come around the corner <laughs> and they just come down in mass and boom. Oh, dude, he was trying to run ahead of the tank. He said. Bye. <laughs> awesome. so funny. I like those. That's pretty. Let the tank good. go first. I think that's what that is. That's the anti YOLO mechanic. Yeah. It if is. you run ahead of the tank, you're dead. The anti YOLO. Oh man, that was actually yeah. It could have could have been a cheeky call out there. Some kind of story. Make sure the oh, tank goes funny. first, and then, yeah, just get wrecked. Definitely. <laughs> Good stuff. Okay, um, so the boss's dungeon, very good. Again, you know, towards the end of the dungeon, or right at the end, you know, Lyris is, like, talking to her. She's like, I've got to go back to Windhelm. I've got to warn the Skald King about this. Um, and that she's, you know, we're in Skyrim. We're all going towards, you know, I guess Windhelm and other places, Greymoor, blah, 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 etc. Greymoor. Sell that, sell that expansion. Sell that, sorry, the chapter. We're going. <laughs> I mean, it's the next thing that's coming out, right? It's in June. June. Next one's Greymore, yeah. Yeah. June sixth. Yeah, sixth June on console. May eighteenth for PC. June sixth yeah. or or June second. I think it's June second for be. console. Oh, June second. It's the official release. June second is it? I always get the date wrong. I know console get it early, don't they? Not console, sorry. Pla- uh, yeah, PC, PC uh, gets yeah. it May eighteenth, and uh, console gets it June second. Jesus, that's so soon. Second, not six. Yeah, that's it is soon, man. So it's gonna be soon. awesome. Holy crap! Whatever the first Tuesday in June is, there you go. Start got it. <laughs> hey, yeah, there you go. It's that one. That's madness. I can't believe that's happened so quickly. Yeah, it's right around the corner. I mean, look, Vegas only just only just happened. That's We've had a necromancer for almost a year. Scary. What? Oh my god! Yeah. Normally, yeah. there's a uh, you know, uh, you know, class reps and or um, you know, inf- influencers, content creators, you know, hands-on experience before. Mm-hmm. But I wonder with all of the COVID nineteen stuff and the the shutdown on travel, there may not be a hands-on for all of us this time. You know I, what I mean? Like, uh, I feel like 
Mm, I doubt there'll be a lot of, for a lot of different companies at the moment. You know what I mean? Like, I stay in their house. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, they're not even saying for employees to go into work in most game yeah, studios. Yeah. The chance of bringing so, creators yeah. might be, and I guess June is like, even TwitchCon is cancelled. And well, quite literally, this could be one of the first ones in a while that I will have pre-exposure you know what i mean i'm getting it at the same time everybody else is that nice i mean it's obviously nice for you guys to go to the studio and stuff it gives you an opportunity to to uh experience it at the same time everybody else is which is kind of nice you know Mm. that's fun too but like obviously going to the studio is nice (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely yeah yeah do you want to dodge do you want to dodge the virus or do you want to stay at home Get me on a plane. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care. Sanitizers and masks. Here we go. Yeah, so I know yep. you want to come over to America and grab that <laughs> and I bring it back. Grab a gloves and masks. Yeah, We're good. Yeah, yeah. I'll just wear a hazmat suit and we're good. Yeah. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Um, Jesus. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was the dungeons. I think I agree with you in terms of um, both of them. I think Unhollowed was definitely my favorite. The grappling mechanics and the secret path yeah. and the... I think the just combination of everything, it was just an easy one for me. And then you've got the big popper bone colossus thing, which is just, you know, amazing to see. Um, and, you know, I always, I always, with the dungeons, I think that is probably one of my favorite dungeons that has actually been in DLC for a long time, actually. That could be my favorite. I'm not sure. Yeah. I can't make my mind so. up with stuff like that. Because people ask me on the stream all the time, what's your favorite dungeon? For the longest time, it was actually Imperial City Prison which Finn gave me loads of trouble for. But it was. Uh, I just like the dungeon. Then when Lara Marcelot came out, that took my top, like, favorite. And then yeah, on like Grave one? comes Oof. up. Yeah, I love Lara Marcelot's one of my least favorite dungeons. I really? hate that thing. Oh, my it God. In your face. It's really cool. It's but, so um, uninspiringly boring. It's just the same oh, wow. over and over and over. <laughs> now Unhallowed Grave might actually go up above that one, so... Yeah, There's it's, too many it's, mechanics and they're not to like. It's it's yeah. so unique in its own right. It is. It's very cool. Yeah, the Harrowstorm DLC uh, is one of my favorite all-time uh, DLC dungeons, dungeon mm-hmm. DLCs. I absolutely yep. love these dungeons. Sure. I just love the mechanics. I'm really into it. And Har- uh, Unhallowed Grave has now made it in my top three. Uh, nice. of, of all-time favorite dungeons i love uh yeah. i still love falkreath hold uh i vaults of madness because of the aesthetic and the bullet time thing Fox at the end and the jumping off you know that's always that's always in I the, still like my Blood top three Forge. and uh oh my like god what do you got that's another one in my bottom yeah list. but that's not boring that's in your face it's in that is in your face that one is nerfed it it's not quite as bad but still oh, man. okay when well i i just remember because it was one of the first main dungeons difficulty wise where i tried to do like the harder parts of it and like to as a healer like as an intro dungeon because it was when earth was really good and i yeah. was i was new to the game then so it was like my big you know my big challenge so it was kind of i think that's probably why but i like a lot of the mechanics in there I think well, you know, my perspective is coming from Community Night Dungeons. So every Friday night, we do Community Night Dungeons on my channel, myself, Jim JJ Shabadoo, Gandork, you know, and sometimes some others will will sit in like Zuna and things like that, where we run people through dungeons, right? 
And uh, for a while there, everybody wanted Earthcore. So I was running Bloodroot Forge on Friday night, sometimes three and four and five times every Friday. Oh, God. uh, (laughs) Yeah. So that, and then Lair of Marslock, because of the bash, you know, because of the monster helm there, I was having to run that sucker. And, you know, how many, you know, there's a few fights in there, like the just uninspiring, killing that, that stupid lurcher three times in a row to kill it. The endless waves of uh, stranglers, and uh, right like, around the time that they nerfed no. AOE damage at the same time. So I'm, you know, we're like, <laughs> like it just go for it. <laughs> and then, and then, every, so we'd go through. It takes forever to get through it. We run it, and then you know, someone come in, and they also want that hat too. So for a while there, so <laughs> run that damn layer of Marslock over and over and over, and it's just all like, oh, shoot me. <laughs> Mine for that is definitely blood root. My your my blood root is. Is your layer of Marslock, I guess. Because when I'm doing the, uh, what are they call DLC roulettes, basically I go into a specific dungeon and I oh, click yeah. all of the vet DLCs and press go right. on my tank. I just press it. Every single time, yeah. not every single time, but most of the time I get friggin' blood root constantly. Nice. I've had a few times. Trying to get Earth, people trying to get Earth War, uh, man. And if yeah, you're, are you just solo as well? Are you solo as well? Oh, yeah, I'm full on pug. I go nice. in as a tank, hit the Amazing. button, and go. That's, and, that's um, when it's the true some, challenge. <laughs> dude, I've had some good ones, and I've had some some difficult ones. Some really difficult ones. <laughs> Amazing. Mm-hmm. That's pretty brave. The pull before Galchabar can actually wipe your group over. And- yeah. But so they nerfed the hell process. out of that fight, and they had to. <laughs> yeah. Good old Gorbachev. Oh, I love it. Hate um, it. Hate it. It is painful. I mean, I'm with you. Bloodroot Forge and Lair of Marcelac are in my bottom. They're like my bottom two. Although Bloodroot Forge isn't too bad these days because they nerfed Earthcore and then they nerfed the dungeon. So I don't get asked to do it very often. Yeah, that's and, it. Uh, it, hey, go revisit. Revisit Friday. Friday revisit. The Hagraven still gets people. Still gets people. It's really tough. That's actually one of the worst ones. Yeah. That's when people start to quit. That's when people yeah, yeah. start to quit that dungeon. They start to leave. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, why? <laughs> I mean, I just just don't stand in the bit. <laughs> and I'm just like, that's pretty much one of the reasons most people die, isn't it? I'm just like, yeah, don't stand there, dude. It's bad. One of the it. other ones for pugs, actually, which is relevant to Ice Reach because it's the same coven, is, um, uh, what the hell is it called? Diafrost. Last oh, boss. Yeah. People don't break free. Oh yeah, don't uh, break free, and the boss and sits on in the hard mode. She heals a shit ton if you don't break yeah, free. Yeah, she does. But they nerfed that. Tank. It used to be way worse. This is true. Yeah, but when you're tanking, you know you tank, and and you think if I was on a DPS right now, I could do a little bit of damage and probably outdo the heal. And you're yeah, sitting right? there just staring at the screen, thinking, <laughs> There's nothing I can do. Oh <laughs> no, completely stuffed. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, but yeah, those are the same that. witches. I'm unfamiliar. That's, that was the first six months that I streamed. That's pretty much all I did was pug as a tank. Yep. That it's dungeons. fun. But... And there were some nights where I was literally in one dungeon for like three hours. As more as people would quit, they'd rage quit, and then we'd wait for another one to come in. And there was always like one other sucker who would just stick it out long enough that we would finally get it done. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that's for punishment, I guess. Um, we didn't get any like major skin, right? For just doing it, we have got like a tattoo type thing, yeah, really cool tattoo. And you get Laris's axe, you know, weapon style, which is sweet. So, that was so you did get something. 
<laughs> like it's not, but not the skin. But I've done the tattoo. I don't actually know if I've put that on my character yet. <coughs> is that it's for just completing on uh, axe style that we got a sweet axe style as well? Yeah, I don't really yeah. miss the embers. And the red dye that you get for doing both of them on a dungeon is glorious because on metal, it actually shines like a silver color. It's like the first actual uh, true shiny silver color dye on metal surfaces. Okay. And then on uh, like flat surfaces, it has sort of this reddish bloody looking. It's really cool. It's a really cool dye. Oh, yeah, okay. it's pretty sweet. So it's definitely worth checking out some of the rewards on that. So that's good. Mm -hmm. So not the same, but equally as awesome um so yeah good stuff armor sets any good sets isn't there's a good yes tank set isn't there i think is that a good tank, tank good set? everything set good everything them. okay yeah same, really just cool say, more, stuff. say more about that some of it i can't <laughs> the acre set with us with a spinning um atro dude yeah no, he's not an atro you know what i mean the same the same uh rig as the atro yeah that yeah. one is very very cool it's um that's it just damn. spins AOE damage over time. It's nuts. Mm -hmm. um, one of the healing sets is actually really cool. Heal over time every second in a big error of effect just for healing people. Hey, which one's that? Which uh, Hiti or Hiti, I can't pronounce it. Uh, it's the one with the big red circle, the big, like, orangish red circle that yep. spins out. From Massive you. circle. Okay. That one's really cool. Um, they've got some really unique visuals. So the Aegis one is, is a new kind of... Uh, one that a player can use because before it was always an enemy, so that actually yeah. appears. Which yeah. The new circle is cool. The new bubble or damage shield, which is a bit Mother of Cincinnati hat. That's the one. That one is really cool as well. Um, I think they've done really well both in application of the actual uh, abilities that far off the off the sets themselves and the visuals at the same time, rather than just here's a cool effect um, mm. and it doesn't do anything decent, or here's a cool uh, bonus or benefit and there's no visual. They're actually kind of got both together on some of the sets now um so i do like them especially the uh, the tank set which gives a resistance buff to everybody <gasps> that's filth stacks too really really nice so i do like what they've done with it i haven't tried the cyrodiil stuff yet though I haven't tried any of that I haven't either. Some new crafted cyrodiil set yeah Those i'm not actually sure about those with. sets at all ah uh, they... yeah i can't pronounce that Hitty. It looks like Hitty. Hitty? 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 The witch set. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that healing set is ridiculous. Yeah, it's I mad. I know that one's there. That's damn. As soon as epic. I saw that on live, as soon as I tested it, even on live stream, my eyes just lit up straight away. I was like, what is this? That's like yeah. a mini, cool. that's kind of like a bit like Earthgore was, is it? Like the same, is it, it the same size? It a lot. Yeah, if you every ever watch 12 somebody, seconds. Yeah, if you, if you ever <laughs> watch somebody with it, it, they just have this giant orangish red circle around them the whole time. It's only got a two-second downtime. Yeah. That's going to get nerfed. It's going to get nerfed. That is actually pretty crazy. Yeah, so you get Magicka Recovery, Maximum Magicka, and yeah. Uh, when a, you heal yourself or an ally with an ability... Just with an ability. Gain a warming aura uh, for 10 seconds. Warming. While the warming aura, you while in the warming aura, you and your group members restore one thousand twenty health every second and reduce yeah. the cost of sprint block and roll dodge by five percent. This effect can only occur every twelve seconds. So, like Zynode said, you've pretty much got, and Ninja said as well, you've pretty much got this orange aura. Like, yeah. 
every every single time you heal um does it look nice i don't know yeah like, that's the point it, it looks it really cool, cool oh it does look yeah. cool okay all right yeah. but it stands out like it is a big ass orangish reddish yeah spinning disc around you you're like saturn that's why i like <laughs> yeah <laughs> about the new sets they are they've all got their own unique visuals yeah. it wasn't something that we've seen before yeah the ages proc is huge like yeah, it's, it's a massive. full size one of those thingies with these blades spinning around it yeah but it's kind of hilarious it's a little derpy sometimes because if you're kind of like if even if you happen to hit like a you know you cast a spell and, and you happen to hit um, you know, a rat or something that's not attached. It'll oh, really? on that. It's like literally like oh, ten wow. meters away from where the actual fight is. So you just see this the Aegis over there spinning by himself off to the side. It's kind of funny. But it procs a lot too, so it's it's not yeah, too yeah. bad. Still hilarious. <laughs> see, how are the looks on them? They look good. That, that, good that is that is really cool. Yeah. That's you know the boss, the the red guard kind of protection yeah. dude the guy with blue with all the swords mm. it's one of those comes out and starts hitting stuff yeah. oh but like the actual look of the armor itself oh, oh the armor itself the motif oh, gives style? a shit man yeah. it, it, you use the style you know <laughs> what do you mean like, nobody, gives nobody a shit i want it to look like. good what's the nobody matter with you like, you're you are mmo players i, I debate your mmo it doesn't matter what what it what drops look like because you're gonna change it anyway you know what i'm saying like if you're listening That's what to I'm this, saying. they don't care about the look of the armor. What, no. what kind of you're MMO not listening to me, Jebro. I am listening to you. <laughs> nobody cares what the drop looks like because you're just going to change what it looks anyway. Your outfit's already going to override it anyway. But, Who but, cares what it looks like? Yeah, but like, you know, I care. <laughs> I care a lot what it looks like, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use my own style is what true, I'm saying. True, true. Whatever you're gonna the drop go to looks the like, the, you know, station almost, and change it. Yeah, no, exactly. But I want, what are drops? The... Can you get the motif for these things? Not yet, but eventually yet, you will. No, but you, they're normally a patch later. Yeah. Okay. I kind of, I kind of wish that they were. <laughs> Have they ever done that where the motif is available when it's dropped? No. Dude, the one from Vhoff took forever. Yeah. So God knows. I think that's something they should work on. After you'll see it. I don't know. I feel yep. like I feel like they could be. I feel like that's something which could really be with. The DLC, but I guess then it doesn't really give you another reason to revisit if you've got all the things done, I suppose, and that's one reason they kind of bring it back, maybe, I don't know, or bring it in maybe later. Maybe they do it because of people like yourself who like to put on the set to look like the new stuff. Yeah, that's what I like. Instead of stopping like people from going and putting it on and just changing their outfit, they give them a few months of putting it on. Maybe. What to feel like special or something. Yeah, <laughs> 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 that might be a reason. I just, I, I, I really do like, um, because yeah, you can't unless you got the motif. You're not using that style unless you know, cause, so you're not seeing it around. That's one thing that I just, I think could, could do with uh, a little bit of earlier introduction, but it's a minor, minor thing. Um, but yeah, is there anything else in dungeons you wanted to mention? I, there is some other stuff that got put into the update. It's fairly exciting, I guess. Well, yeah, that's pretty exciting. How was your download experience? Fine. Mine was fine, yeah. but I got pretty fat in internet, so yep. I don't normally struggle with patches on ESO like some people do, but... Um... I'm looking forward to the console one because generally uh, Sony's kind of... Well, for PlayStation at least anyway, obviously Xbox is different, but um, PlayStation has a bit of a cap when you download and it just doesn't go necessarily as fast as your internet could. 
Mm-hmm. And also when you've got it, the copying side of it, because it downloads it first and it copies it over and then it installs it all. Thing. That phase right. takes forever. So it'll be interesting to see how much of an impact that actually makes once we get the new update for, which is tomorrow actually, um, for Harrowstorm. Oh on God, you're only getting it also... tomorrow, aren't you? On the console. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. I forgot about um, that. On PC, I've already got it. We saved, what, 16 gig? Um, yeah. Whereas on console, it's supposed to save 30. Mm. So that would be I'll quite nice. about then. 20 on mine. Yeah? You get rid of a lot of stuff in the background. A lot of yeah. extra doodars. But yeah, yeah. It, was, it was okay on PC so far. Can't comment on console yet, obviously, because we haven't got it yet, but by tomorrow I can. We'll see. Hopefully that's... Looking forward to it for definite. They're able to put a lot of fixes in that were kind of issues on PC, and they've been able to put that into... Yeah, normally the if there's been any fixes between uh, the PC update and the console update, because console has to go through certification, um, yeah. you can't just throw patches at it whenever you want. So the, the gap gives them usually enough time to find out some of the rough edges before we get it, so we just have the one. Mm. But um, there obviously has been some issues lately that they've been trying to fix, so hopefully we get that at the same time. Yeah. But we don't know. We'll see. But yeah, the download itself was, on PC anyway, was really good. It was just straight in, over ripped the old stuff, and done. So if anyone doesn't know what we're thing. talking about, and you're in console, and you're listening to this, and you haven't downloaded the ESO patch yet, uh, get yourself doing that if you want to play. If you're like, yeah, I'm going to play the game after this. Well, go and do the install first. <laughs> you Make sure you got some space. Make sure you got some space. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh god, yeah. Because you're going to need to. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's you true. need the space first to save the space later. Mm-hmm. So that's it's basically redownload the game. They downsized the game by like you know Ninja says um, Enzyme says six, between sixteen and twenty. I think it's about sixteen seventeen for me as well. Um, mm-hmm. And they so basically it brought what was it says it's performance improvements frame rate stability improvements as well um load screens are load screens quicker yeah. mm-hmm. mine are worse yeah I've, i'm not i'm not sure i actually don't know like i can't I, I haven't been like whoa this is crazy speedier i think it is a i haven't bit. had a stupidly huge impact on load screens or the one thing I can say I noticed if we just avoiding bugs for a minute because we know about those. Um, you know dolmen farming when people are there with hundreds yeah. of players and they're all running around in like black morph suits because they got no textures. Yeah, that didn't happen. I was on live stream streaming off the same system as I was streaming off, which is quite mm. heavy on the load. And I ran straight to dolmen. I could see all the effects. I could see all the people. All the textures rendered a lot. It was really fast. So uh, that made it work. If that translates to the console, as well. big plus. Okay. Yep, it's all that. Fair. Well, that's pretty good. Um, okay, so that's obviously something. And the frames were okay as well? You think the frames... Yeah, frames are great. Were I haven't okay. had any issues personally yeah, with that. Yeah, frames are obviously. feeling a lot better, I've yeah. noticed. Is it... What about Overall, Cyrodiil? I feel pretty good about it. It's just the load screens. And then, you know, the, the Cyrodiil issues that were introduced with the mm. crash, they've since fixed that, but there's a weird... Particularly in CP campaigns, there's this weird delay on skills going off, which is... Mm-hmm a new one that the devs are aware of and they're trying to run it down and figure out what it's causing that. But, uh, yeah. you know, so the, you know, the, the, I, they're on the right path, but it, whenever you're doing something this major yeah. and then alongside, you're also doing some additional changes like the block adjustments and things like that. Um, sometimes things that you, you won't see in a test environment, even when you artificially put things under load until 
you actually have a live environment where things are actually getting hit with actual real, you know, uh, exactly. weight. That's yeah. when you yeah. some of these things get exposed. So internal and live are two completely different beasts. Yeah, absolutely. Um, optimized multi-threading implementation to improve performance in situations with lots of effects all the particle fun times that people have in MMOs and whatnot as well I've noticed uh, definitely well the thing is my I've, I'm in a two PC setup now since the beginning of the year and I, I've already noticed this like you say because when you're streaming and playing an MMO on the same computer and you're it streaming uh, it's yeah. pretty damn hard yeah. and uh, to be fair moving to a two PC setup helped that anyway but then it was like Okay, this actually, you know, I've noticed a lot, like, there's not that kind of a lag sometimes when there's just so mm -hmm. much going on on your screen and in dungeons and stuff that used to happen to me, it doesn't anymore. Um, I broke mine on purpose to see what would happen. Um, went I put 40, 43 target skeletons down. Um, oh, fight right. off as many dots as I could to get a Zerblite to explode off of every single target dummy. Yeah. And they all exploded at once. Normally... Um, the game would just switch off. Even the game would just the... switch off. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even, even try. The game would switch off. And with 43 of them, I did get like two second freeze, but that's it. it <laughs> Everything yeah. else went fine. I mean, there's a big I difference. flooded with so many effects. I wanted yeah. it to break. And it, Interesting. It just froze, Is and there a clip on. of that anywhere? I could probably make one. You should. Absolutely <laughs> should. I'd love to see that. Um, yeah, I forced cool. it to be really stressed, and That's it was it held. It did hold. It's such a nerd. I love it. <laughs> 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 That's great. <laughs> um, anything else major there? Added additional miscellaneous CPU optimizations, including the following. I guess all of this matters in the grand scale of things, which is pretty good. So they're still working on all, all of this stuff, as even as we yeah. are talking right now. Um, and like uh, Ninja said as well, they're still working on combat. Um, but the new, there was new PvP campaigns and there was solo QBGs, which I've Just done a little bit of, which is pretty good. Fantastic. Yeah, that was for like, uh, that was a lot to do with the MMR stuff as well, because they're, yeah. they're trying to recalculate MMR. And a lot of people were like, yeah, well, I'm not going to get my party queue anymore. And it's like, well, if they're rejigging MMR, they have to have solo queue. You can't have MMR based off of like a queue system which can be one person to four. It just won't work. MMR won't be calculated properly at all. So if you don't know what MMR is, it's matchmaking ring. Um, and it is basically how you get ranked in PvP, how you decide, how they decide who you are going to be playing with and against. And they equalize it between each team. So even if there are low amount of people queued from a lower MMR ranking to a high, they will try and balance it out. That's what they should be doing. Pretty sure they are. Um, and so, some, so sometimes that still won't work out well because you might just have a really ridiculous skilled, skilled player with someone who's a bit lower. Um, <laughs> there you go. That was a good word to use other than the one I was thing. Um, not yet, <laughs> maybe. Um, but uh, yeah, so I think it's actually really good that they've got that solo queue system in there. Yeah. I think at some point they should have the option to have team queue um, again, but when the MMR is sorted and all the other stuff they're trying to work out uh, with BGQs. I don't know how if you guys play BGs much. I mean, I don't know you said you're happy about that. Yeah, it's really, BGs. really fun. That's it. <laughs> it's really I love BGs. I love BGs. I 
I like I like the solo queues because I hate going yeah. up again. You know, I have a couple of characters where their MMR had gotten pretty high, so uh, even when I would solo queue myself, I'd still end up against these premates that were just rolling yeah. around, steamrolling everybody, and it was not very fun. So nope. right now, cool. I've I've actually had some pretty fun fights where even if you you know we get in there and we lose, it still felt like you know we were in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, where yeah. Other times you get in there and it's like so obvious you can you start to recognize names and you can see these groups and you're like ah oh, shit this is gonna be a yeah before you yeah, gonna start, be a mess whereas you might you see those forget. groups like on different yeah. teams now split up yeah 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 rather than four really hugely tanky all popping permafrost wardens and you're just stuck in ice and dead. Yeah. Or just <laughs> and then they blow you up and then rinse and repeat. Or uh, four yeah, templars you know. with the jabby jabs. I went against three template tanks. tanks that were really strong. And these three template tanks, although they could pump out loads of damage and survive loads, every time one of them died, it didn't matter because it was a necro sitting at the back with a bloody resulty. So you'd go oh, through I love the front that line. PvP. You get through so the front good. line, you couldn't get past them to get to him. And every time yeah. one of them died, it just pick him back up again. Ah, oh, this is never going to end well. I do uh, like that. Ended up in the same game like three times in a row. Was yeah. Bring solo queues, I can't wait. So yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> I just wanted to see Ninja's face when I said the jabby jabs on Templar because I was stream recently. <laughs> Templar is 2020! <laughs> <laughs> I was watching his stream, I think it was last week, I can't remember, and he was doing some BGs. And I'm exactly the same. I'm like, uh, I've just done everything I possibly can against this guy, and he's just pressing one button. I'm just like deeply sad yep. and upset. I'm just like, if oh. he doesn't get you with a topple jab, jab, Jesus beam, <laughs> yeah, you somehow survive that, and then you turn around and get him whittled down, and then he waves his hand a couple times, and he's back to full health. Triple J, right brother. <laughs> Triple J, the jabby, jabby, <laughs> Jesus beam. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, good stuff. I like. I'm using that. I'm staying in there. Should have. You should have trademarked that, mate. Um, heavy. Oh God, it's <laughs> it is it's the worst. But you know, there's always something. Um, oh well. Um, <laughs> other than that, I think generally, I think Harrison was pretty successful. Um, I can't really think of anything that was. Or there's nothing in my head where I'm like, God, this was awful. Oh, this was just PV- something that PVP was is the Cyrodiil is the one that, uh, the, that uh, you know. So yes, depending actually. on who you talk to, mm-hmm. Harrow Storm was a smashing success. Yes. Then yeah. you talk to a Cyrodiil permanent resident, True. and they are utterly destroyed right now. Yeah. They're just, I mean, so I feel for that. That's I feel for everybody. One. I feel for the for the devs who are trying to run down and deal with these issues, and I feel mm. for the players who have been suffering through performance issues, particularly on the CP campaign, campaigns during prime time. You know, to have a patch come out that had promise, and then to have things not go as as intended. I know I have full faith that they will get to the other side, but in the meantime, you know, you're like, you know, what do you do? Yeah, that's your favorite way to play, and that's really the only thing you enjoy in the game. You know, you're kind of left in the lurch right now and that's mm. really really frustrating i i get the i get the frustration yeah that's the thing and a lot i completely forgot about that just now i mean we've been yeah. hearing about it in the stream team as well so it, you know it's been talked about like we're talking about this everywhere yeah. twitter forums and everything but just then i was yeah. just thinking like i was just being purely selfish like my own experience because i don't go into Cyrodiil that much it's been great. Yeah. Like, it's been fun. I am I'm good. But like, you know, when yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you go to another session of the game. <laughs> another contingency of players right now who are just utterly pissed, you know. Yeah. So 
And they just heard me say that as well. And they probably might be listening. Yeah. Just like, no, what are you talking about? Nice downvote, general. downvote. <laughs> this guy's a dickhead. He's <laughs> going to just like vote down all his content now everywhere. Chevro <laughs> <laughs> doesn't care about PVPers. Oh god, damn, that's scary. Imagine, imagine <laughs> that. I was going to say PVP is my main thing. Uh, upsetness. Um, just go and play Warhammer Online for a while. <laughs> that is seen a massive recent reinsurgence. I tell you. Um. That's an interesting one, actually. I don't know if you guys ever played Realm um, uh, Warhammer Online back in the day. Is... I got it on release day. You I did? I played it a lot. Nice. Yeah. Well, it was the open world, um, the RVR, which is a lot of like old school peeps. Know I used to love it. Oh, dude. I mean, I think, what is it? Lazy Peon recently just did a video on it. It's got like 500,000 views, and there's shitloads of people on the private server, and it's it's so much fun i missed it a lot there's that's the game that got it right for me in terms yeah, of like realm versus realm cool. open world combat it was just insane plus it was a tabletop nerd for years so that was that was massive to me i couldn't wait for that to come out i did play it a stupid amount during its kind of yeah time, if you know what i mean heyday like i played 40k so i was like i was like damn i want a 40k <laughs> oh god yeah, yeah. and you're are you are you married <laughs> You, no, well, you still um, got you're still, you have a partner though, and, <laughs> yeah, and do, yeah. so he's probably. And speaking of married, my wife's birthday is today, so I really. Oh, do dude! Have to run. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's I'm fine. Gonna go, I'm gonna start. I gotta get the steaks on the grill. And okay, get ready you're so good. That's absolutely fine. Yeah. I didn't check Discord at all. All right, so we're gonna go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're done pretty much anyway. Even this is anything you guys want to say. I'm gonna say no because Ninja's got to go and have birthday wife fun. I'm, uh, I'm not gonna say that. Come and watch the video to see those eyebrows, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> but we are going to go. Sorry, I didn't look at the Discord. My bad. Um, right, so Zynode, Ninja. Ninja, first sell yourself quickly, when, then we're going to bugger off. What do you do? Where do you do it? What's your channel? What's your stuff? Where? Tell me. I'm Ninja614. I'm a full-time streamer on Twitch. I primarily stream Elder Scrolls Online. I'm an Elder Scrolls Online stream team partner. And uh, I am currently in the process of resurrecting my YouTube as well to bring uh, videos to help demystify the settings and uh, technical side of streaming for noobs. So Ninja614 pretty much everywhere except on Twitter. It's Ninja underscore 614 because Twitter won't give me Uh Ninja614 even though it's banned. So hashtag free Ninja614 on Twitter. (laughs) You need to revive that. I don't feel as if it's around as much. I, I keep every couple of months I, I I I fill out another form and they okay. always come back with you know basically no so basically no create a grassroots movement of some sort <laughs> a campaign if you will exactly exactly go yeah. follow Ninja Six One Four in all the places other than Twitter and i won't add to that pain <laughs> underscore Six One Four yeah um and then Zino what where who? How? You can find me pretty much everywhere. If you just Google Zynod, you'll find everything that I've got. But if we go through details, ZynodGaming.com is where you'll find written guides and details for just about everything. My channel itself is focused on teaching people the game. So if you're brand new or if you've been playing for six years almost, doesn't make a difference. Got something for you, whether it be builds, guides, tutorials whatever you've got everything there um except for fishing i don't show that stuff <laughs> next next year you never know so Honestly, youtube is forward slash zynode gaming <laughs> twitch is forward slash zynode 
Twitter is forward is at Cyanode actually, and Facebook Ooh. is Cyanode Gaming also. You got but that one didn't use quite as much. That's yeah, I have. I did. <laughs> and also, uh, Patreon is the other one forward slash Cyanode as well. So you can find me all over the place. But if you just go to the website, that's probably going to be your quickest way to find all the rest of it. So ZyanodeGaming.com for that one. Amazing. Okay. I'm going to quickly sum myself very, very quickly. This podcast has been produced on twitch.tv slash Unity. If you Google Jebro, Twitter, and all the things, you'll be able to find me. But uh, Twitter is at Jebro. YouTube is at um, slash Unity as well, where this podcast will be available. Also available on anchor.fm slash Jebro. Um, you can also find the Good Rules 2 podcast as well, Lightbringers, um, Anchor.fm, The Lightbringers as well, which is a new podcast which was produced recently. So if you want to check that out, go and do that. But otherwise, I would, and I implore you to please go and follow these gents. They are very awesome content creators um, and they produ- produce a wide, ber- so much stuff. Uh, I watch these guys in very different ways for different stuff that they produce. So please go and do that. Um, and we will see you next time on the new companions. These guys undoubtedly we'll be back in the future um happy birthday to the wife ninja 614 thank you um and zynode happy coronavirus day <laughs> i don't know, <laughs> I, know. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't think of anything else um but yeah you can wave if you want to you can do that <laughs> wash you your hands don't touch your face yes don't touch your face everyone Uh, (laughs) we'll see you next time on the new companions thanks so much for watching and take care